Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm going to be your host and producer this afternoon, Logan Landers. And join me to talk about the current 2024 Alabama Crimson Tide coaching staff and all the things that have been happening there in Tuscaloosa over the past few weeks. An old familiar face has once again popped back up on 100 Yards Football. We are so excited to have him back on after a long absence, but he is back. The one, the only coach, Kevin the Bull Jones. How are you doing this afternoon, coach? Been quite some time. Logan, happy new year, first of all. Yes, sir. We happy made, new year as well. Oh, we uh, hey man, it's a it's a joy to, to to come back and 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 step into the 100 yards of football neighborhood and talk about something that's you know near and dear to me, and that's that roll tide. So it's great to hear from you, brother. Yes, sir. As always, pleasure to have you back and talking some football, which I know you love to do. But guys, before we get right into it, talking about Alabama and what all they've been up to in the past few weeks. He gives, if you enjoy the video, give us a like, a follow, a share, and also subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We go live each and every single week on both Facebook and on YouTube. And if you enjoy podcasts, well, you are in luck. You can check us out on the audio side as well on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, really anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts. That's thanks to the fine folks over at the Believe Podcast Network for hooking us up. And you can check us out there once again each and every single week. So, Coach Bull Jones, give us your thoughts on what all has happened, what all has transpired out there in Alabama with the coach of the course coach Nick Saban retiring stepping down and Alabama not that long after already finding his replacement and how they're shaping up for this 2024 season the floor is yours sir well I tell you what Logan it is a uh it is a end end of a beautiful journey of watching uh what coach Saban was was able to put together in the 17 years he was there it was it was great uh, of course, you know me being having a chance to 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 be at the camp, work the camps, and and be you know coaching and being able to be behind the scenes and 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 see how uh, when you talk about that process, uh, a great man did great things in Alabama to continue the legacy of Roll Tide football. So of course, with everything in life, good things have to come to an end. And just let I'm just going to erase the naysayers. Everybody has their reasoning for why things happen well listen i just want to say this i want to highlight a man that's 70 plus years old out there running around grabbing 17 18 19 year olds and plus the toward the the portal so it's 20 plus year old kids uh in that fast young man's game able to go into these to these homes uh inner city homes suburbs uh uh rural areas able to still uh, wake up early in the morning and go chase these kids and try to get them to come to Alabama in the midst of portal and NIL it is amazing. It is truly a young man's, a young coach's game now. And coach Saban was the last of, of the dinosaurs, Logan, 60 years, 60 years, 60 years, excuse me, 60 decades, 60 decades of coaching football even to the highest level in the NFL. So he's done it all. So for a man of that magnitude to still be able to capture the hearts and minds of five-star young kids, just keep in mind, he's, he's, he's the age of people's grandfathers and great-grandfathers, some of these players he's coaching. So for him to be able to do that at a high level, I mean, there'll never be anybody else like him. 
Um, and I know folks probably said it after Coach Bear Bryant uh, left, but then, of course, Coach Saban came and the rest was history. So with that being said, you know, there is a change now in Tuscaloosa. And the culture of Tuscaloosa football, of, 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 of Bama football, uh, word is out it might change. Of course, folks like me don't want it to change. But there are just things that are happening so fast that we have to embrace change. And 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 if you're a true Bama fan, you have to you just have to rock with it. It is the new norm for collegiate football. And so now we got new coaches. The DeBoer area era, the, the coach DeBoer era is in Tuscaloosa. And yes, for the faithful, it's hard to, for us to embrace. But Logan, we got to embrace it. And there are a host of new coaches there. There are some that I was hoping would stay, okay? Uh, and then there are some that uh, I, I'll admit that I'm surprised they're still there. But when it's all said and done, I have to say that uh, the biggest fish that got away was Coach T-Rob, Tavares Robinson. I mean, I love the man. I've known him for years. He's, he's a true SEC guru. Uh, Coach Saban loved him. Um, and I, I say that emphatically because I understand, you know, you're coaching the same position. You're working with Coach Saban every day in the sec defensive secondary, and that's Coach Saban's baby. Everybody knows it. But T-Rob was that close to him. And if Coach Saban allows you to get that close to him in the field that he was still coaching at 70-plus years old, that means a lot. But, Logan, for him to, to not make it onto the Bama staff uh, because of whatever reason, and 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 uh, I don't say that in a negative way. I just know that when you're good at something, everybody is going to try to get you. So I think that's the big fish that got away, and that 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 really concerns me. Uh, Coach Roach, Freddie Roach, is still there. Uh, did a heck of a job with the D line. He is a former player there. He is Alabama through and through. Coach Gillespie, Robert Gillespie, another uh, name that's synonymous with SEC football. He's been everywhere, uh, and and not. There aren't many places in the Southeast that Coach Gillespie can go that people don't know him. I mean, that's just how big his name is and the work, he's, his body of work. So even though we lost T-Rob, we still do have two coaches on staff that are pretty good at what they do. Now, for the new staff that's coming in, my greatest concern, Logan, was will these guys, and, and, and Dr. Greg Byrne even said it. He said, listen, your new guys on your staff, uh, De Coach DeBoer, need to make sure these new guys on your staff understand what grits are and what sweet tea is. <laughs> <laughs> that is important in the South. Let's not get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. It, it is everything about the deep South. And if you don't know, then there was a guy over there at Auburn by the name of Brian Harrison who didn't know that. Mm. And, and he, you know, that story was what it was. He was, he was in and out very quickly. Like, uh, 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 UPS mail. So, <laughs> you know, now we have coaches that are coming in and I'm going to give as, as, as bad as it hurt me that some, some coaches uh, are not staying. Uh, I will give kudos to the two people that he's, that he's brought in, especially his offensive coordinator, coach Grubb. He's a hell of a coach. He was at Indiana. He was with him at Washington, a great OC. Uh, he's going to spread that thing out, and he's he's a student of the of game, but he knows how to prepare for sudden change. 
Logan, that is that is the paramount bit of all this collegiate football, NFL, being being able to prepare for sudden change. Can you make those adjustments in game that are going to help you, you know, uh, uh, get over the top with the team that you're facing? Um, and Coach Womack, and, and I'm familiar with Coach Womack, definitely so. Um, South Alabama, also Indiana ties, also some Ole Miss ties. And so, and, and he's been around the deep South. So he's got two good guys, Logan. I, um, the OCs are just, those are the, those are good guys. Um, every Bama fan would, you know, probably scratching their head if they don't know of those two guys, but let, give me, let me give you this, go back to when coach DeBoer was at Indiana and coach Grubb was at Indiana. And Penix, Michael Penix was at Indiana. Do you remember how they were torching people and shocking the world out there in Indiana and everybody was going, with that, what the heck is going on? Well, those guys were behind the scenes making the scoreboard light up for Indiana. And so now both of those guys have, have become head coaches, been successful. And so, well, Coach Grubb hasn't been a head coach, but he is an offensive mastermind. And that is what Alabama needs. You need somebody who's going to be able to spread that ball around. So as it stands, I think that Coach Womack and Coach Grubb coming is a definite asset. I think that 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 is what will hush some Bama fans, not everybody. You know, Logan, it's not going to mm -hmm. happen all the way around. And all it takes is the first two games. And, you know, everybody will compare the board to uh, Coach Saban. Unfortunately, I think that's not fair. Give him his shot. He earned it. He beat some really good teams. Am I happy that Coach Saban is gone? Not at all. I, my, my feelings are hurt, too. Uh, but it's part of life, okay? Uh, 72 is 72. And uh, a, a familiar line that I've learned, my new, my new slogan is, life is lifey. Mm. Life is life, in Logan. So, you, you know, Coach Saban wants to live, live, live a little more life at 72 years old. I can't knock that. Certainly, both you and I definitely agree that he's done all he could do it in mm -hmm. Tuscaloosa, and 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 my hats off to him. And yeah, like we were saying before we got on air, yeah, I'm taking the ribbon pretty bad, man. Uh, the Georgia folks tear me up; they tear me up, but deservedly so. But one thing I can say that the last win that Coach Saban had. <laughs> I know where you're going with this one, Coach. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know where I'm going. He, I know where you're he going had with to, it. He had to spank the baby one last time. He had to spank his son. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love uh, Kirby Smart, and um, he's he's a product of, of all of his success, and, 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 and his personality is also uh, just kudos to, to what he learned under Saban. And the hardest thing in the world is your first job as a head coach. I don't care what level you are. The first time you're a head coach and understandably so uh, who you learn to coach the game from speaks uh, uh, mountains of who you are and how successful your program could possibly be. So uh, quite naturally, uh, Coach Kirby, uh, uh, that game, you know, against uh, his mentor, Coach Saban, and I was there, my daughter and I were there. We were at the SEC championship game. Never thought that that would be the last time I saw uh, Coach Saban on the field. But guess what? Uh, I salute him. Uh, and I and I have to give, if you're a true Bama fan, you have to give Coach DeBoer his shot. Let's give it to him. Let's give it to him. He is a good coach now. But at the end of the day, 
I think that there's some parts of those close to Tuscaloosa and that campus and that facility knew that this day was coming sooner rather than later. Coach Jones, well said. My thoughts on uh, what all has transpired to Alabama here uh, in the past few weeks. Um, obviously, you know, we, we did a video whenever did an, it was announced that Coach Saban was retiring, um, and we talked a little bit about that and what the, the shock that went through all of our minds whenever it was announced that he was stepping down, he was retiring, and um, like you said, Coach, he's going to go live his life and enjoy it, and, and much deserved so. He's done – all he can do, you can't do much more besides get a couple more wins uh, at Alabama. He, he's made the most of his time there. He has turned that program back into a powerhouse because people forget once he came on to, at Alabama, it wasn't in the strongest position um, in recent years. And he turned them back into, uh, you, you know, the cream of the crop in the SEC um, for, for many, many years, much to the dismay of Georgia fans as well as the rest of the SEC schools. Um but now it's time for a new leaf. It's time for a new coach in Kalen DeBoer. Um, obviously, we know what he's done at Washington and, and his track record prior to that, um, with how well he did with Michael Penix Jr. this past year and and got him almost to a Heisman Trophy uh, and, and had them be the top four team in the nation when no one thought they would. Uh, had him go undefeated for the most part. And, and you know, hats off to him and his tremendous coaching staff. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, I think it's it's – Yes, everyone is obviously going to compare him to Nick Saban. You know, if Alabama loses a big game, obviously you're going to hear everyone saying, oh, well, if we had Coach Saban under helm, that wouldn't have happened, or they wouldn't right. have thrown that pick, or they wouldn't have called that timeout, or, or whatever it is. Uh, and and as, like I said, that's just not a fair rap to him, to Coach DeBoer. Right. This is his program now. I know it's hard to let go with Nick Saban. It's going to be hard. It is tough. With as much as he did, as, as good as he did for that program, it's hard to let go of that the, the reins. I'm not saying that success will, will also leave the program, but it is a new, it's a new guy here. He's going to have a lot of new players. We've already seen some guys into the transfer portal that were at Alabama already who were going to other pastures and other schools. Um, it remains to be seen how – Coach DeBoer is going to run this program, what he's going to implement that's new. What's he going to keep from the old guard in terms of just plays, in terms of coaching staff, locker room mentality. There's a lot of stuff that goes on whenever you change coaches, um, not just head coaches, as you mentioned, all the assistants he's bringing on, the coordinators. That's a big change at Alabama. And I'm very curious to see how this team is going to do. As we know, um, yeah. you, you know, the SEC is expanding. They're bringing in Oklahoma. They're bringing in Texas to – Big teams looking to make an impact immediately. Uh, so they, they, you already have two brand-new teams looking to take you down, as well as old rivals, of course, with Ole Miss and Georgia, just to name a few, Florida as well, and, and Arkansas and Missouri and whatnot. Uh, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how Alabama can uh, – I don't know if I'll, the word bounce back is the right term, right. but how they can fight and how they can maintain success because it is you can't take a dip in the SEC. You can't take a year off especially Alabama, you can't take a year right. off. After all the success this school has seen, you have to keep that winning pedigree alive. Now, do you have to go undefeated? Do you have to win a national championship year one? I don't believe so. That's that's a high feat. I get you have high standards that you're the New York Yankees of, the, of college football, but you have to look at it through, through real-world glasses. You have to look at it 
you know, or the glass half full mentality of, okay, look, this is a big turnover here. A lot of brand new guys. What can we do to set them up for success? Not just in year one, but for their entire college careers, both on and off the field, it remains to be seen. But Coach Jones, I'm looking forward to seeing what Coach DeBoer, the rest of the coaching staff at Bama can do um, in this upcoming 2024 season. It's going to be interesting to see uh, just what all changes at Alabama. Please give your final thoughts, sir, and uh, we will wrap things up. One great nugget I'm going to leave with all the uh, Bama faithful. I want you all to hear this. Look at this beautiful face of what I'm about to say. <laughs> I had to get that out. There we Listen, go. Uh, uh, he won. The boy won at University of Washington, made it to the national championship game. He did not have not one five-star player on his roster. Mm. I'm going to leave that with you. So the man is pretty good at what he does. So with that nugget, I'm leaving. Hold on. It's going to be some rough waters, but we can, as we've proven in, in before, the tide still will rise and we'll still roll. Roll tide. Well, sir. Well said, coach. Well said. Uh, guys, once again, if you enjoyed this video, give us a like, follow, share, and of course, subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Give us your thoughts. How is Alabama going to do in 2024 as a team? Uh, what are your thoughts on the coaching staff who all has been brought over? Um, do you like the new additions? Do you think that some of them maybe should have stayed? And, uh, and just your overall thoughts on Alabama coming into the 2024 season. Well, as always, Coach Kevin the Bull Jones, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend, talking football with you once again. I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Once again, go out there, enjoy some football this weekend, everyone, and we'll talk to you all again on another live episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.